Hello, and welcome to the World We Live In podcast. I'm your host, Eric Patterson, and alongside me is my wonderful, studious, amazing co-host, Kyle Malden. Hey, everybody. I appreciated that intro. Yeah. It was like a whisper. I felt like like I was sitting by a fire, and you were just like right over my shoulder, just... Well, you know, I have that effect on some people. What? Do you? Yeah. Do people tell you that? Yeah. I've heard it from a couple people. I've actually, people have told me that they like your voice for the podcast. Yeah. I remember you saying that. Yeah. They were like, Kyle, you suck. And we (laughs) want to just hear Eric talk for around 40 minutes to an hour. Well, I mean, I can't argue (laughs) with that, but (laughs) it would be tough. It would be, well, I did one solo episode and it was tough. You did? I did. Over winter break. That was was a challenge. uh, Humans are not meant to be islands. We're interactive beings. true. We are interactive beings. We're meant to, meant to be in the company of our brethren. Community. Community, yeah. I always think of, um, I don't, here we go, starting quoting a movie again. Um, uh, Will Smith, when he, uh, uh, I am, I am legend. I am, I am legend. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we yeah. got the movie. First got time, the movie. first try. Yeah, we did. First try. <laughs> Dude, when he is in New York City all by himself and he just has the dog. It's sad. It's, I, it's yeah, sad. That was, that was a tough movie. Then the dog dies. I would say that the dog, yeah. Or gets turned into a zombie. Well, he kills it. So, I know. Well, yeah, he kills it before it. Spoiler. Has it? Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah, we just the ruined dog. the movie. I'm sorry. sorry. For those of you who haven't, uh, I think tough. I'm Legend came out in like 2006 yeah, or something. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, well, too bad. Um. Well, let's not talk about our jobs, <laughs> and let's talk about. Uh, Dude, you saw a semi hit the bottom of a bridge? I did. So I was driving home from work last week. And you know how bridges and sign have those signs that say, you know, 12 feet, 5 inches for, for the clearing. And yeah. you're like, oh, how I wonder how many semi-truck drivers. Well, I saw a semi-truck that had part of its roof. You know, the semi-truck... Went under the bridge and got stuck and had part of its roof like peeled back. Um, I, I mean, I'm assuming everyone was fine, but I drove past it and I was just like, "No freaking way!" Like, how many bridges have I driven under? Yeah, you know, gone through tunnels, and I <laughs> saw that it was awesome. I feel like people want, like, in my head, I'm like, I want to see that happen, but it, I, I mean. I'm not sure yeah, how like I would have reacted live. Yeah. I mean, because I imagine it was a pretty loud. Yeah, dude, I mean, that could straight that metal could on metal. destroy a bridge. Oh, yeah. I mean, depending on, like, what kind of bridge, like, where where it is, how it's constructed, dude, mm-hmm. that, could, that could be really bad. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really cool to see after. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, I have a, I have a, this is going to sound weird, but when I see, like, cars on fire. Yeah. Like, obviously, I don't want anyone to get hurt, but... It's like it's like a real life action movie. It is. You know, yeah, you like see it, and you're just like, oh my god, like that is just a ball of flame. <laughs> On the scene of like Transformers or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, you remember when we saw that huge dumpster on fire? I think it was Yumi and Elliot. Yeah, we were driving down Eighth Avenue and just a well, not just like a dumpster fire, like a little. No, no, it wasn't a trash can. This was a like industrial size dumpster that they put in like construction sites. 
like a big old trash where right where the one to the construction sites yeah, where yeah, yeah. you take your trash out to the trash exactly just dump anything anything and everything that was awesome that was wild I dude I wonder if someone lit that on purpose I doubt it was spontaneous combustion you don't think the dumpster just the dumpster just <laughs> burst into flames no I wish that'd be sick but I don't think that happened um well anyway um. What you you had one other? What were you saying before? You had one other strange. Oh, the uh, your phone, like. Oh yeah. So over over Easter, I was in Knoxville, and I was with my friend Bert, our friend Bert, our friend Bert, and we uh, he uh, we were eating chips and salsa, and he went to the pantry to put the chips away, and then I stood up to go put the salsa back in the fridge. I was on my phone. It is just me in, like the kitchen at this point. Bert from the pantry says, Kyle, I found your phone. And I was like, Bert, what do you mean? Like, I, like I just had it. It was just on the counter. And he's like, well, is it pink? And I was like, yeah, why? And he goes, well, it's in the pantry. I had not been in the pantry for like over a day and had just had my phone before I went and stood up to go to the refrigerator. Yeah. So you set your phone down before you went to the refrigerator. So Bert left to go uh, to the pantry. Yeah. I'm on my phone, texting, Instagram, whatever. Yeah. Put my phone down. I am at the fridge and Bert's like, Kyle, I have your phone. Yeah. That's strange. It was... Strange. It was pretty weird. It kind of freaks me out. Like, I get that that's not like a huge deal, but it was like... Wow, I definitely had my phone three seconds ago. Yeah. And no one was in the room, so. It's weird. I feel like, though, I feel like that if that happened to me, I was, like, strange. Right, it was. But it, like. It was confusing, and in yeah. my head, I was like, well, what if Bert just took my phone? And I was like, that would be kind just of just like. with a, you. It'd be kind of just like a weird thing to do. Yeah. Like, oh, you <laughs> oh, got me. Good one. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. It, it wasn't like that big of a deal enough to like scare me, but. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Still, it's, it's strange. A little vanishing uh, or uh, transporting objects. Mm. Well, um, what do you want to, should we start off with our escapades? I think we should. We should start off with our escapades. Okay. So I got to give a couple shout outs. Um, uh, so we, on Friday, me, Kyle, Elliot, and our friend Abigail, so Elliot's been on the podcast before, Abigail hasn't, but we decided to wander over to the Church of Scientology, which is just a couple blocks away here in Nashville, and um, we uh, got a free personality test, so that was cool. We did. Do you want to... Well, I was just gonna say I was, I was just gonna like give my little perspective. Yeah, no, no, no. I was. Uh, I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be more strange, and I think Kyle agrees with me. But yeah, we so we walk in and really beautiful building, um, old building built in like the late eighteen hundreds, and um, so it's historically it's a historical building. So it it's like a schoolhouse. I think yeah, the woman told us yeah, um, but yeah. We walked in, they greeted us, um, we go back, just take, it was, it was a fairly long, long, uh, 200 questions, 200 questions, that's right, personality test, personality test, and, uh, yeah, after that, they, 
we took the test, they graded it, and then they talked to us individually, and, uh, I mean, it was, it was, it was normal, I, I, they were, I, they were definitely trying to get us to buy in, um, but I feel like that would happen anywhere mm-hmm. that, that you kind of go to. I don't think it's as weird as we expected because no. if it was, they would scare everyone away like immediately. <laughs> That's true. They would. You you need to ease them into it. Yeah. It's like it's like you you're going on a date. Like on that first date, you don't start talking about wanting kids. No, you know you don't. You, you you scare them away when you when you go in. Yeah, you don't talk about uh you don't talk about You don't talk about how any- you're going to have to pay you know $8,000 to <laughs> reach the next step of enlightenment. Yeah. But I did enjoy the uh, I did enjoy the informational stuff they had about like, um, the about L. Ron Hubbard first off, but also about like the um, it was like the eight things in your life starting from like your the personal self to like family, other life forms. Then there was like it got to like the universe, and then it got to God, which I thought was I thought was very cool. Yeah, another thing that I thought was interesting is I think that we all found a lot, or at least some some value. Like some of it, it like makes sense. You know what I mean? Like like you said that part, and they oh, yeah, they kind totally. of had like a like a twenty commandments, and a lot of them were like, hey, don't hurt other people, like don't hurt yourself. Yeah, and you're like, hey. Yeah. This I, I yes can, I can understand. This. I will I yeah. will not hurt myself. I will not. Yeah, I mean, I would say, I would say the the core values of of most religions are mostly identical. Are so, yeah, are so. Give or, I mean, give or take a give or take a couple, but I mean, it's it's. It, it's pretty straightforward. Just like, just be a good person. It, it, just be a good person. Most most religions, that is at the start. That's the foundation level. That's the foundation. That's foundation. Um, and it was really well. I I found I found some value to the personality test as well because it reiterated things that I think about myself on like a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was, I mean, it was actually helpful. It, it wasn't like you, a you, joke. You found personal value. I found personal value. Wow. Yeah. No, not so much like, not so much like talking with the people, but like seeing the results. I'm like, okay. Like I was like part of the test. It said I was really nervous. I think mm-hmm. you might've been. I did. Yeah. I, I scored like a 90 out of a hundred. Yeah. Like really nervous. Like I think it was, it was like, correlated with worrying and stuff like that which uh-huh. I do because we just graduated college <laughs> we don't know what we're going to do with our lives so um, I think that was that was very that was very helpful um, I don't know just to like because like you think that about yourself but to like see it on paper and like understand that you answered these and these are correlated or the ner- the, the the nervousness uh, rating is correlated to your answers. Right. Yeah. So, but, um, I'd be interested, uh, to go back. Really? Uh, wow. I'm not, no, I'm not saying I would, but I would uh-huh. be interested to see like what they would. Oh, like what's what would, the, what's the next step? What's the next step? Uh-huh. Like if after we, after you do this, like what, what goes on? Um, so that is interesting. I honestly yeah. haven't thought about that. 
Yeah, I thought about it the other day, just like, because I wasn't doing anything, and be like, well, I wonder, uh, wonder what the next step is. So, like, an advanced personality test? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, for those for those of you who don't know, Scientology is is was a, a religion created by uh, an author called L. Ron Hubbard. He founded Scientology in May of nineteen fifty two. Um there are different stages to enlightenment. Uh, some critics of Scientology say that they like kidnap people and hold people hostage and you have to pay to get to like the next step of enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were there, they kept reiterating like, Hey, you should find out like for yourself, like don't trust everything you read. Which I, I mean, I agree with, I think. Don't trust everything you read. Yeah. Well, I was, I was talking to one of the, one of the women there and she was, and, uh, she was saying that like, and I agree. I mean, every major, every major institution has had people that have had bad experiences. Of course. And I mean, anything you, anything you do, there are going to be people who it didn't, it didn't work for. Now, granted, Scientology has had some more questionable uh, things happen and uh, some questionable uh, people come out, mostly in Hollywood. Um, So, uh, you have to add that. And it also, I mean... These these things about Scientology, it's it's fresh in our minds. I mean, if you think about like, think about like the Catholic Church way back in the day. I mean, they were they were doing some sketchy stuff. Questionable, beyond un, undis, undisputably like terrible I mean, things. Yeah, I mean the Crusades. I mean the Inquisition. Yeah, just some nasty stuff. But um, as I said. With any institution, you could you could pick out pick out things that have gone wrong. So that's just that's just what I think. Also, fun fact: Scientology is a religion in the United States. It is. It is viewed. Exempt, yeah, yeah. It's viewed as religion. Um, it uh, has gone to court over its its status as a religion, and Scientology has won twice. There you go. In the state of California. What uh, did it say? I am not I sure. Ass- I would assume so, but just because I'm pretty sure that's where the headquarters is. Court, uh, United States District Court, uh, Central District of California. There you go. For sure. Um, but I think I think at the core of Scientology, I think there is a there's like a it's it's like a self help, like it's a it's a it's a lifestyle like. Like they want you to, they want you to go by the curriculum, if you will, that L. Ron Hubbard set up, mm-hmm. and like that is that is a way to do things. And obviously, it's, it, it works for people. Otherwise, it wouldn't exist. I mean, you can bang it all you want, but like if it, if it didn't work for people, like it wouldn't be around. That's true. Yeah. It's true. Um, and I, and uh, the, 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 
the path it's had or that it's taken, I think, has been a little rocky. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I uh, I read a a Rolling Stone article right before the podcast, and they interviewed um, a girl that goes by Natalie in the article, who she's seventeen and has grown up in the church, mm-hmm. and she said she that she felt like she's grown up in a bubble because she doesn't go to like normal school or like play sports or do like any of that. Um, Scientologists are really hard on on drugs, whether that you know legal or illegal. Oh yeah, and like zero tolerance. She said that she is embarrassed when she takes Tylenol for headaches because oh, that is viewed as poisoning the body. Oh my goodness! I just had a headache the other day, and if I didn't take some, I was probably gonna jump out a window. Um, I think that's another like big criticism is that they are seen as like ostracizing their members yeah you know from the outside world but then again if you're if you are a scientologist and believe that you are you know you're living in a a pro scientology community you do, mean, you see, do you see what i'm saying you mean if they if you if they don't let you out right yeah. like if you if you live at the like the facility you are now living in a community without, you know, drugs or alcohol. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of community support. For sure. Well, I think that, I think, and I think that aspect is where people start to get like the cultish idea. Right. Whenever there's like a group of people living together that aren't like that think That think guns, differently than yeah. everyone else. Exactly. If it's just like common people that think differently and live in a confined space, people are like, I wonder what they're I wonder what they're doing behind those <laughs> what, walls. Uh, what goes on over there? Yeah, well, what happens over there? Uh, what do you What are you guys talking about? Um, yeah, and like, yeah, kind of kind of like the commune negative aspect. Uh, you almost it's almost like the uh, there were instances, and I can't remember the name. I can't remember names off the top of my head, but there were instances of people. Uh, back in like back as people were heading west, mm-hmm. like westward expansion, there were um, like little pockets of people that tried to set up like utopian societies, and like they never they always failed. But I I think people kind of get that idea um, from like the large that uh-huh. large building, but um, I, I kind of hinted at it earlier. Uh, the- Another huge uh, critique of Scientology. Uh, This is from the Rolling Stone article. It says, uh, There are, however, a few things that seem jarring, like the cost. $4,000 is a lot to spend uh, for what Jane suggests are quote-unquote basic sessions. So are these like the the leveling up? I I believe so. Yeah, there's, there's like levels you can jump. To like get higher higher up in the hierarchy. Uh-huh. Dissent or opposition of any to any of Hubbard's views are not tolerated, nor is debating certain church tenets. Huh. So Sounds like if you disagree. To be fair, if you're starting a new religion, you can't really have people questioning things. You know that's you know what point. I mean? Like that's a good point actually. Otherwise, it won't. It will never catch on. No, if people, not, if, like, if people are changing it every yeah. twenty minutes. Oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> I don't. I don't really agree with that. Yeah, but 
There we go. We uh, yeah. Wins of Scientology. Was, I mean, also at the co- at like we like we did do it for because we thought it would be interesting to talk about on the podcast. But also, I think it's just. I mean, why? Why? Like, why not? Like, why would you? Why would you not go and like learn something new? I mean, it's not going to hurt you. It is not. It's not. I mean... I, I, the knowledge that I gained on Friday has yeah. not negatively impacted me. Exactly. There's, I mean, there's like... There's no reason why not to. I think people should... I think sometimes people are comfortable in like a little bubble. Oh, of course. I mean, it's natural. But yeah, we uh, go exploring. What are we going to do next? Whole, there's a whole world out there. The whole world... I wanted Franklin has like ghost tours. I've wanted to do one of those. I've heard about those. Yeah, maybe in the fall. Yeah, towards Halloween. A little field trip. A little, a little world trip. we live in field trip. Yeah, who knows? Um, well, cool. Um, I I did. We did find a couple uh, interesting things. Uh, so there's a there's a building in Russia that houses what is it called? Uh, well, it's a it's a residence. Um, they also have a restaurant, but apparently the food's not very good. Um, and on top of the of this, it's I believe it's two buildings with like a pathway, or it might just be one big building. Um, but they have just a ton of metal placed on top of the buildings for a so called aesthetic effect. And the nicknames of the buildings are called Golden Brains. Nice. You- yeah, I don't understand. If that's for an aesthetic effect, then somebody didn't do their job. No, this is, um, one, I think, one, possibly the ugliest building I've ever seen. I definitely think it is. Uh, there, yeah, I, I don't, I, the, in the article, it doesn't say that, the, the the metal it looks like just a ton of copper it, it looks like look someone like yeah. just took a ton of old copper wires made the most confusing knot possible mm-hmm. and then stuck it on top of a building i totally agree with that uh apparently the copper has been affecting its residents yeah uh quote unquote zombifying them mm. russian zombies nice this style is uh, referred to as late Soviet modernism. Oh, God. Have you ever seen pictures of, like, the late Soviet Union? No. Oh, man. Dude, it's so, so depressing. It's just, like, bland. Like, everything's squared off. There's no, like, creativity. Really bad. So, yeah, I totally understand. I, I to- that, that is definitely an identifier. But... Yeah, if you if you want to see the ugliest buildings ever, head to uh, the head to the Twitter page. See what I don't understand. Have you ever have you have you been to Russia? I have. Have Have you gone to that? Um, is it a cathedral in Moscow that has the beautiful like colored um, the colored uh, like domes? I think there's like three or four domes. Oh yeah, in well, in Saint in Saint Peter's is it Saint Square. Petersburg or Saint Peter's Square? Yeah, or Saint Petersburg Square. Yeah, yeah. That. What I don't understand is how do you transfer? How do you go from like that beautiful? Right here, Church of the Savior. This guy. Yeah. 
Um, might, might be. Oh, what is this? No, hold on. I think I think it's. I th I'm pretty sure it's in Moscow. But yeah, it's like this this lay. Uh, well, I don't know when it was to be honest, but yeah, it's the beautiful. It's like the most notable building in Russia. It is. It's like every time you see it's a picture. This, this guy. That guy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, it's it's in Red Square. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Just absolutely beautiful. What I don't understand is how do you go from that to the, <laughs> to this late late Soviet modernism? Gross. It's just gross. It is. But anyway, um, that's a cool building. There's a, I mean, granted, when Russia had all the kings and queens, they were probably just throwing, or the czars, I should say, the, uh, they are probably just throwing massive amounts of money at palaces. Yes, it, it helps when you don't need government when you just need one person's approval one person, to uh, build one person sign off St St Basil's Cathedral is the uh. name Well, I can't believe that I, that escaped me for so long. Yeah. I mean, you knew what I was talking about. Yeah, we, just yeah. Couldn't, we just couldn't find a picture of it. Yeah. Very pretty. Very pretty. There's also like I think there's like the Royal Palace. Mm -hmm. The Kre um, the Kremlin. The Kremlin. It it is crazy how some of like the most beautiful architecture was like built by people who were just horrendous rulers. Oh yeah. Just like didn't take care of the people. Complete mismanagement of funds. <laughs> very much so. Like just didn't couldn't give two shits about the common person, but built some of the most beautiful architecture ever created. It helps when you don't care about anyone what you uh can do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Totally. Because, you know, you see people, you know, starving, dying. You're like, oh, well, I'm just going to build uh, the most beautiful big building possible. I know. I'm thinking about... For me. Um, yeah, for me. And then probably me. dedicate it to myself. I'm thinking about, like, Versailles. Um, the pyramids. The pyramids. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I mean, not that they, you know... Not, not that, that they the, weren't built by aliens, but who knows? <laughs> No, I would kidding. say not that they paid for that labor, but <laughs> yeah, still a lot, a lot of time and resources. Still quite a feat. Um, yeah, uh, dude. What what's some others? What, oh, the Germ Germany has some pretty good ones. They have like the uh, it's like Brandenburg Gate in Berlin. I think that's it. Um. The Paris has some beautiful ones. I mean, the Eiffel Towers, the uh, Arc de Triomphe is amazing. I wonder, yeah. What do you think the most notable American building is? Like structure. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like, we just brought up a bunch of... Yeah. Well, I mean, the White House, obviously, because that's where uh -huh. the president lives. But outside of the White House... Dude, probably, um, what's the one in New York? Empire State Empire Building. Empire State Building. Yeah, Empire State Building. That was going to be mine. Yeah. Empire State Building. LA doesn't really have a building. Any signature buildings. Yeah. I know there's a couple old LA downtown buildings that are nice, but not like worldly known. Mm -mm. Um, Dude, it was, it was King Kong, man. Gosh. <laughs> um... Yeah, I think I think Empire State Building. There's maybe what maybe 
Maybe the the is state or the Senate with the dome. Uh huh. Yeah, that's. I mean, Capitol building. Capitol building. It's probably pretty. Yeah, Capitol Hill. That's pretty notable. Um. Yeah, I'd have to go with those two. I just, I just think it's interesting that that we don't really have any like grand buildings like that. You know, they'd have to be approved by someone. We, the United States, never really had a period where it was like. Yeah. Obviously, we never had a king, and it wasn't like, oh, just spend money however you want. <laughs> we don't have any. We don't have any castles over here, man. No oh, castles. Objection! I bet I could find an American castle. An American castle. The there magic, was the no. magic castle. That's the American castle. There was there was a castle. Um, Thirteen fantastic castles to visit in America. Uh, I don't. You, I don't know about these. Are you not? Are you not sold? Uh, I don't know. Uh. Oh yeah, this one was built in 1900. Yeah. You're I'm, saying we don't have any authentic castles. Castles. I'm thinking like pre 1700s. <sighs> yeah, like some old guys. Eric, we're farmers. Some, <laughs> some old boys. Okay, let's. Okay, uh, pre. Oh, I don't, dude. I don't even know how many castles were built after 1800. Probably not a ton. I feel like it got super industrial after that, and people were like, no reason to build castles anymore. Hey, I found a castle in California built in the 13th century. What? It had to be like a Spanish. It is. Yeah, it had to be Spanish or... Did they say Chinese? They say the Chinese might have landed in California. Really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. Is there any... Do you know the proof on that? I'm not going to... I don't know off the top of my head. I know I've heard it before, because dude, the Chinese Empire had an extremely advanced navy. They did. Extremely advanced navy. Especially when they tried to uh, invade Japan. Ah, well, yeah, that's true. And then they got hit by a cyclone. Do you know that? Uh, Yeah, I've heard that before. That's like, there's only been like a handful of cyclones, and one of them wiped out like over half of... Isn't that crazy as well? I think... Also, the uh, when the Spanish Armada tried to invade Great Britain, I think they were caught up in a storm as well. Crazy how that works. Amazing how that happens. Can you imagine if just they would have gone like a couple days later, like not hit anything? Like what? Yeah. All right, here this I found this article. New evidence: uh, Ancient Chinese explorers landed in America. This article was published uh, May 7th, 2015. There you go. I can totally see it. Dude, the Chinese Empire was around for a long time. Long, long time. Well, I can totally see it. Speaking of... W- multiple sites. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, New Mexico, Arizona, Utah, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Ontario. Well, wow, oh, I couldn't Ontario. imagine if China made it to Oklahoma. Yeah. Wait, why did you say Oklahoma? It says right here that that there are there China could make it to Oklahoma. Oh God, Oklahoma! Wow. I feel like that would suck. They would ran into like Native Americans and. Could you imagine taking on being on that that boat and you probably had to 
work super hard, obviously, to get to oh, California, Mexico, and then to travel by land to, you know, California, Nevada, New Mexico, Oklahoma. Did they burn the boats? <laughs> Did they pull a Hernan Cortez and burn yeah. the boats? Uh, I don't know. What a nightmare. Jeez. What a freaking nightmare. That story's nuts as well. That story's crazy. Um, but anyway, um, speaking of old, I saw or ran across this uh, this headline. Well, it was actually on Facebook. I saw the, the blurb, and then I looked up a different article. And this is from the New York Times about this um, finger bone, this fossilized finger bone um, found in the Arabian Peninsula that might be from the earliest humans that we know of. And it says, Archaeologists on Monday announced the discovery of a fossilized human finger bone in the desert of Saudi Arabia that they said was 85,000 years old. If this is confirmed, the finding would be the first and earliest Homo sapiens found on the, on the Arabian Peninsula, as well as the oldest specimen of our species to be directly dated outside of Africa and its doorstep, the Levant. Um, along, uh, there were recent finds of an 80,000 year old human tooth, uh, from Asia and a 65,000 year old human relic from Australia. And the Arabian finger bone provides further evidence that early modern humans spread out of Africa much earlier and farther than previously thought. So that kind of, that kind of doesn't surprise me. No, it doesn't. I mean, uh, I've always thought that the timeline was just a little too simple. I was just about to say that. Yeah, I mean, I and I, I have not done extensive research, but I've listened to a good amount of people talk about this, and it's always just seemed a little too simple. It's too straightforward. Too straightforward. Like, there's no way, like, it just, like, the timeline was so easy. And I feel like pretty... I don't know. Like, I'm, yes, there is like a natural progression to things. Yeah. But if you are like an early human and you're trying to survive and you don't really know where you're going, uh-huh. probably less thought out than. Oh, totally. I mean, I'm thinking like aimlessly wandering. Oh, the, well, like that, that's what I, food sources. That's or, what I'm saying. If I, yeah. if I dropped you in a desert, yeah. you would walk around in circles for like three days. Well, they, they say that at the at the time of this finger bone, um, the Arabian Peninsula was, like, grassy. Uh-huh. So I, I think that's why people would be there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. right. Well, what, what I'm saying is, like, if, we, if you did it, like, you'd go one direction, and then if I put, like, another person there, they'd go a completely different direction. Yeah, exactly. Do you see I what I'm saying? Is that it is yeah. just, like, mass they disperse. Yeah, they would never follow your same footsteps. No. Yeah, you would You would have course. no idea where you're going. Oh, nowhere. Yeah, I mean, you'd probably wander to, like, until you hit, like, I don't know, the ocean. Those people, <laughs> yeah. People settle, you know, you find a river, and you're like, thank goodness I don't have to walk four miles for water. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay here a while. Um, I, so, I was thinking about this today. The whoever's finger bone this is, I think it's kind of funny to think that like, oh, my bones, my bones were found 85,000 years later. I can't even think about how long that is. No, no. That's a long ass time. People, right. People are like, oh, what do you think the world's going to look like in a thousand years? I don't know. And then 85 
more of 84 more of those. <laughs> 84 more thousand. Yeah. No idea. Drastically different. Drastically In, inconceivably different. different. In, inconceivable. Probably wouldn't even... You wouldn't even recognize it. The continents would be so shifted. Well, it says another article, a 65,000-year-old human relic from Australia. Yep, yeah, they referenced that in the article, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's amazing that we were advanced enough that long ago to build boats to get to Australia. Yeah, yeah. From somewhere. From somewhere, yeah. Or they even say that, I think there's a theory out there that there's like an out of Australia. Oh, an indigenous Australian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. there's, there's a, I've listened to a few things on it, but not enough to speak uh, intelligently about it, but there is an out of Australia theory. Yeah, that people left Australia. I think that's interesting. I, I think, think that's too. very interesting. I think that could, that would, that would, that would be really fascinating. Um, Australia is such a str- it's a strange continent. How is that? How is that? Hold on, I want to time out on that. Yeah. Wouldn't that be impossible? Like, wouldn't the world be like pretty much set the way it is? We're talking about before as, humans, as far as like out of Australia is yeah. concerned. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, are you talking about like as far as like? Uh, the location of Australia? Yes. Yeah. So, like, you know how this, you know how, like, Pangaea was and all the continents like were the together. Continent. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, the world is, like, pretty much set up the way it was yeah. by the time humans came about. Uh huh. Wouldn't it be impossible for there to be an out of Australia? See what I'm saying? I do, I do. And, um,. Like I said before, I, I don't I don't know uh-huh. how to answer your I don't know how to answer that further. Um, Doesn't sound like the experts have, do either. No, so. no, but I have thought about this as a future episode because I know there are two there uh-huh. are two people who I have listened to before that um, that I that are like experts in this theory. So I think it's this possible future episode. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, I am too. I, I it, it's been ooh, probably about a year since I heard it, but I do know that it is a. Th- uh, yeah, it is it is a possibility. I think human migration patterns are really interesting. Super interesting. Yeah. Um especially since people feel like so rooted to like the countries they're from. I'd say like <laughs> you know. know what I mean? That like some people are just so strong like nationalists and it's like, well yes, but also no. Yes, but it really never used <laughs> to be that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um it is real. It is really fascinating, especially today, since we've like relatively. I mean, we've pretty much stopped migrating. I mean, there's a few. There's a few uh, groups of peoples throughout the world that still like migrate for like mm. food and are like kind of nomadic, but most of the world doesn't. There's no migration. You have a house. You, you drive to you the grocery part. store. Yeah. You don't. You don't run around. Uh, we don't have to survive anymore. We don't chase our food sources anymore no no uh just when you know just when we're out of meat in the meat section then we wander on over to the frozen pizza that is 
that's the most wandering we do for our food. Hunger is st- hunger is definitely an issue, but it's not like not many people are hunting for their food every day. Less than ten thousand years ago. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Less people are hunting for their food today than before. Do you think if you lived ten thousand years ago, you would have survived? I'm going to say no, mm-hmm. just based on the fact that I don't think most people survived. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. think infant mortality was high. That's true. That's true. But if you put me as like an adult, like if I made it past infancy, so uh-huh. like my my survival was based on my own actions, mm-hmm. I'm going to say yes. Okay, so if you made it to a certain point and you learned the skills necessary, you yeah. Yes. I, I that's a good that's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Um Although I could, you know, if you eat some dirt, you die of a fever and then That's true. Just some crazy That's just like tough luck. Yeah, just you could die in some strange ways. You step on a rock, your foot gets infected, and then you die. Yeah. You die from a cut. Thanks for playing. Dude, you could die from, um, if there's like a, like an, if you drink out of a stream and animal died like a hundred yards upstream. Contaminated. You're contaminated. Dead. Drink it, you die. People, I think people forget that the world that we have like conquered the world. Pretty much. Like I mean, we, you know what yeah, I mean? Like as far like, as cities are concerned, yeah. We've conquered like nature. Yes. as uh, like I go from like my controlled climate house yeah. to my controlled climate car to my controlled climate office <laughs> space room, yeah, yeah. Office room, yeah like if there's a if there's a fly like in a restaurant people are like oh what like no like Get i'm not gonna eat here, here. <laughs> like, there are bugs like have you ever gone camping and you're like holy holy crap there are so many bugs oh my god yeah that yeah. would be you but all the time yeah yeah, yeah. oh i watched a show over easter break uh, uh-huh. i watched naked and afraid Oh yes, that yes. uh, that was interesting. Oy. A lot of the time, I mean, they they put these people like in the jungle, mm-hmm. um, like rainforest. So there's you know there's a lot of bugs, like a lot of animals, and one of the episodes, some girl is just riddled with like bug bites, and she said, "I never knew that you could be so itchy." Oh God, oh, it's awful. But that, that dude, that was that, like life. That. Uh, it was, um, yeah, we don't, I don't think we think, uh, well, there's no reason for us to think about like what our ancestors went through to get to where we are in society. Warriors. Warriors. We just like, we are, we are here and we just kind of go through the day, but we don't think about like everybody who has done anything before us like their most of the most of their lives were probably pretty rough oh incredible life was like not super fun until very recently yeah unless you were like the top of the top of the top rich people right your life was rough basically unless unless you were king yeah unless you were somehow royalty or like very later on a landowner you were you were crawling through the mud. I wonder I wonder when that 
occurred for most people. The like what? like when did like the like a redistribution of wealth occur mm. where yeah, yeah, yeah we are not like servant farmers mm-hmm. and we can own our own property and horse and cart yeah <laughs> horse and cart well for as much as people um hate on the industrial revolution for like the amount of pollution it produced and everything the rate at which the industrial revolution improved people's lives as far as steady income and ability to further your life and freedom independence that's what that's what i was gonna say when i said i I wonder when that was like my first thought probably like three seconds after i left my mouth yeah um because i mean as far as as far as like production rate and oh dude you could you could crank things out like oh instead of making you know instead one of, car an hour yeah. you could i don't know make a hundred make make ten yeah yeah you can sell those for the same i mean you can sell ten cars for the same amount of money that you would be able to sell one car right or the one there would be ten cars that cost the same mm-hmm each car as that one car. Yeah. It, it, it is. It's so, yeah, I would say that that is definitely the industrial revolution changed the face of the earth. Yeah. And it's, uh, talk about living in a time of like change. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Some of those people went from like not having anything and living on a farm to like buying like a car, maybe. Exactly. Buying a car and having, like, telephones in the home and, like, refrigerators. Dude, telephones, refrigerators. I saw a headline. Um, I follow this this one. Um, uh, uh, sorry. This one um, Twitter uh, profile is called humanprogress.org, and they do, they show some really st- really good stuff. And it says, over the last 200 years, the world has experienced... Pr- Previously unimaginable improvements. Rapid rapid economic growth started in Europe and America, but today some of the world's fastest-growing countries can be found in Asia and Africa. Uh, but it talks about how, um, uh, like, even though there is still poverty in the world, extreme the amount of people in extreme poverty has decreased, like, rapidly dude has to like vast people have way more access to like resources exactly yep dude even even like yeah i would say even just like books like having the availability to like be literate that is arguably the most important thing i think the important thing to important thing to have as far as being able to have a personal freedom the ability to be literate to write and read. I agree. I mean, in today's world, what can you do if you can't write or read? Almost nothing. I mean, you can. F- I mean, there are farming. You could farm, you but could farm. I mean, dude. Besides, I mean, even even then, you need. Like, if you want a job, like you'll need to fill out a job application. Like, you need a resume. Yeah. It's oh. not, it's not like you could just show up somewhere and be like, "Hey, I want to work here." And then you know, in today's world that's just not like how it works. No. No, it's not. It's not. 
So yeah, right. Re- reading and writing is, I think, the most important individual, individual Sk- freedom skill you can that have. you can individual have. skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, with the, yeah, without that, you are just so, 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 so limited. So limited. And I mean, I mean, in first world countries, it's even, you have to even do more. Like, it, the level's higher. Oh, right, of course. Just because it's, I mean, more advanced. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would argue that in America, it's hard to do anything without a high school degree. Mm-hmm. I don't think, you, I don't think people, you don't need to go to college Now, obviously, it helps, but some people can't afford to do so, but, and you don't need to go to college. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a high school degree, if you cannot prove that you finished high school, that's tough. There's, I mean, there's only, I feel like, so much advancement that you can do. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's an absolute ceiling where there are positions that, like, Hey, if you don't, if you didn't go to college, like you, we're not even gonna look at you for this position. Oh, totally. You yeah. know, what I, like, dude, for the for the job I have now, college degree required. Both of if, us. And it's entry yeah. level. Yeah, both of us. I mean, I can't think of a job that any of our friends have where. I mean, dude, Elliot, like the, some of the guys working like at the factory. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you mean that he did a couple years ago? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Huh. Well, stay in school. Stay in school. Don't do drugs. Don't do uh don't do drugs, <laughs> especially if you're a Scientologist. <laughs> yeah, don't do drugs if you're a Scientologist. Um but yeah, we I like I liked I liked the people at at the Scientology place. I thought they were nice. They were, yeah. of course, they were nice. They were trying to get you to pay money to join their religion. <laughs> I, did, I did buy a book. Yeah, Eric I did. did. Eric, well, yeah, they uh, were. They locked Eric in a room and yeah. said that he needed to make a, a donation. <laughs> make a donation. Is your book signed? Did you get it uh, signed? Oh, I didn't. Should huh. have though. I told. I was too excited. I was too excited. Have Have you Have you read any part of the book yet? Just the cover. <laughs> That is a good start. Hey, I feel like it's the right place to start. What uh, what's your book on? Um, it's about uh, it's about like a, it, it's like self self improvement, like how to how to make your life better. Yeah, which like we said previously is it is. is the basic premise of Scientology, self help. It is. Yeah, that's why that's why it's so popular. I think. So I I ha, I know the num- I know the number according to the internet. So I guess of the amount of Scientologists. Uh huh. How many it? Scientologists do you think there are? Forty thousand. Fifty-five thousand. Ooh, it just worldwide or in the U.S.? Just in the U.S. Just in the U.S. Fifty-five thousand. That is not a lot at all. It is less than I expected. Well, the reason I said forty thousand is because I remember Elliot throwing out a number, and I it was like the it, low, oh, it was around the there. low tens of thousands. Uh-huh. That's, why I, that's why I said forty thousand. I definitely expected them to have like at at least at least in the hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. But dude, I've been struggling financially. I'm sure we would. I mean, we would never hear. Well, dude, for the, it's so it's it's bashed all the time in like yeah, in in the media and South so South Park has that episode. Oh, you know, everyone 
brings up the cell. I haven't, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen that. I've heard of it. Um, but when people bring up, you know, Scientology, it's like, Oh, have you seen the South Park episode? I feel like is the, the, you know, the, the next question that I've heard from everyone, but yeah, no, it's true. It's true. It, it does get a bad, it does get bad right. Well, um, we don't usually talk about our escapades, but not usually. Not usually. Usually, we talk about other people's escapades. Yeah. Well, you know, gentlemen uh, usually doesn't tell. So ah, of course, of course, and we are gentlemen. Uh, apparently, we are gentlemen. Um, well, sorry, this episode's yeah. I have to say that sorry, this episode's coming out late. We uh, got a little distracted. We had we had some friends over this weekend. We did, and we went to Scientology on yeah, Friday, was, which is why we didn't put on an episode. The idea was to do Scientology and then record, but friends came over, and you know, we have a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> we just have so many friends. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, kind of. But anyway, um, thank you for listening. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Um, Catch the episodes there. You can find us on Audio Boom, Stitcher, Spotify, um, iTunes. Rate and review. Um, you can find us on my Facebook page, and uh, I think that's it. Tweet at us. That's it. Tweet at us. Yeah. I want just someone to tweet at us. Someone tweet just at us. Just any input. Um, anything. Anything. Tweet us articles you think are interesting. Tweet us. Uh, if you think if Eric actually does have a better voice than I do, ooh, that we should do a fit. We should do an Instagram poll. Ooh, Insta- oh, Instagram poll. You can follow me on uh, yeah. You can follow me on Insta. I like Instagram the best. Eric really likes getting DMs. I love DMs. I love sending DMs as well. <laughs> so does Kyle. <laughs> See when you're when you're a shooter, man. Shooter, shoot. Um, Pattyman twenty six Instagram. Let's see if you get any follows. Okay. I think that's it. I'm going to stop talking and Kyle's going to leave my room. Oh. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Uh, Have a good week and we will talk to you soon.